So the big question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back, everyone. I want to start things off by saying my bl- my brain absolutely blanked out a couple minutes ago. So usually I don't plan out the episodes. Usually I just speak on whatever comes to mind. But I went to record this episode like one minute before I, I started this one. And... I simply just could not think of anything. So I was just recording and I was just like stumbling over my words. It was not good. So then I just, one minute in, I just deleted it and then took out my notebook and then wrote a couple things down that happened during my day. And so I only have like five or six items or five or six things written down. So my goal is to just figure out more things to talk about along like I normally do with my my recording I normally just speak like in the flow I usually just speak whatever comes to mind I usually just wing it but today my brain just absolutely blanked I just like had the biggest brain fart or something like that and I just couldn't think of anything to say So I just wanted to let you guys know that because I do fail sometimes on my podcast. Not not very often, but it does happen. So I want to talk to you about what happened last night. Right after I finished journaling. So usually I ice my balls while I'm reading my journal from Transurfing from the night or from the morning. And then once I'm done icing my balls, or once I'm done reading that journal, I uh, I start journaling, like writing down my daily journal. And I only ice my balls for like 12 minutes. So if I finish reading the book, the uh, Transurfing in that time, then I continue icing. But if not, then I don't. But I'm trying to say that after I finished journaling last night, I started like, because usually I journal and then I meditate and then I go to bed. But I actually finished my journal. And then when I went to go put my journal away in my closet, the transurfing journal away in the closet, I was... I just couldn't resist the temptation to pick up this book that I bought the other day and it came on Monday, which today is Wednesday. And it came on Monday and I know that I'm going to read it soon, but I just couldn't resist the temptation to pick it up and read it last night. Because I'm telling myself that I'm not going to read it until after I finish Transurfing for many reasons, but I just want to focus entirely on tr- Reality Transurfing right now. But last night I actually ra- I read the introduction, like the intro to the book, and I know that it's going to be an excellent book for me. I know that the, this book is has a lot of things in it because... For starters, he, like, the the intro to the book was just not normal. It, it was just, it broke the norms. Everything about that book so far broke the norms. He even put in a declassified CIA document about time travel. Like, he just copied and pasted the document in there. And it was about time travel. And I read it, and then I actually looked up that 
I looked up a little. I looked it up a little bit the next day. So today at school, I looked it up a little, and it's actually very interesting. I didn't really learn about time travel, but I was learning about Focus Fifteen. So I just looked up what is Focus Fifteen, and I don't know how you get it. I assume it's by like meditating or something like that. But on it was like the Monroe Institute website or something like that and on that website there was many different phases or focus levels so i'm pretty sure it's all different levels based off of your like your perception of reality or something like that so right now you and i are on focus level one i think now i didn't really read it that much but this is just, I saw a a picture that they put in. It was like a it was like a scale with a line. So imagine like a f- a quarter of a clock. So the top right part of a clock and then all the way on the top number was death, I think it was. And then all the way on the far on the bottom right number was like reality and it was like all the perception of reality and then you can do like leading up to it on the bottom was like reality and then it was like projected vision or something like that and then dreaming daydreaming or whatever just all different perceptions of things but it was really interesting because i was reading focus 15 and and then there was like focus 21 and focus 21 i don't know all the exact numbers you're gonna have to go on the website yourself if you want to figure this out i just glanced over it but i thought it was really interesting because focus 21 talked about like you're on the verge of like you're not you can't sense the real world you're on the verge to like other realities or something like that and then you can go even further to like focus 30 or something like that so i just thought it was very interesting and i'm definitely gonna be looking into that more into the future but not now definitely in the future though and i don't know how they achieved it i i assume it's through meditation like deep meditation but I don't know. And the fact that he put that in there just casually and he knew about that, he definitely learned a lot. And for context, this book that I'm reading is the accumulation of the past three years of his life experience, which includes a three-year-long road trip to all over the Americas. So he started at North America and then ended at like South America. And it also is a culmination of all the books that he read, all the knowledge he gained. And he actually made a reading list, like the most, the ultimate reading list for human beings that all human beings should read. And it just, reading that reading list, you slowly start to discover, like you start to discover the truth. And there was a lot of phrases that he said in the introduction. For example, in the glossary, in like he put the glossary in the front of the book, not in the back, which is another unique thing. But he put in the glossary, there's this term that he wrote down called cosmic Jesus. And for the definition, for the definition, it said something like, I don't know exactly what it, it was said, but it said something around the lines of like the Jesus, not the Jesus in the Christians, but the Jesus that was saved from the Christians. And he also on his website, he talked about he, how he's an ex Christian and I'm an ex-Christian as well. I grew up 
Christian. And then once I read Reality Transurfing, I I stopped being a Christian. But this book is definitely legit. There's and then even one chapter of his book is dedicated to reality transurfing. Like I was reading the table contents and the entire there was an entire chapter. It was just called Reality Transurfing. Now I didn't read it, but it definitely looked I'm really looking forward to it. But I gotta focus on finishing transurfing. Today I am probably I'm just under halfway done. So I'm like 10 pages off of halfway through the page, through the book. So I'm basically halfway. And I just got, I've got like 25 days until, 26 days until Funnel Hacking Live. So I'm going to try and finish the book in these 26 days, but I'm not going to like force it. I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to, if I finish it, that's great. If not, whatever. I'll just finish it after the Funnel Hacking Live or finish it there. But that's that's pretty much what I thought about that book. And the time travel, that was... I'm definitely looking into that in the future. But there's also another thing that I wanted to talk about. He talked about how light... So, I want you to picture this scene before you were born. Imagine yourself before you were born, just the in the cosmic darkness, absolutely nothing. So you did not even exist before you were born. L- let's just say that you didn't exist. I mean, there are theories of reincarnation, but let's just ignore that for conceptual talk right now. So you didn't even exist. You didn't even know who you were. You didn't know anything. No memory. Before you were born, you weren't even anything. You didn't exist. It was just a cosmic darkness, a cosmic void. So picture that. And then in an instant, you were born. And you were given, the like life was given to you as a gift. And that is the greatest gift of all. I've always been told that life was the greatest gift of all, but I never really, I mean, I still probably don't understand it, but I'm starting to discover the truth. I'm starting to discover everything. I'm starting to discover the meaning of life. And I'm starting, I'm starting to discover all of this stuff. But just reading the introduction to that book, I was given a new perspective So within an instant, you were given that gift of life and you didn't ask for it. You didn't, you didn't ask for it. You didn't know, you didn't do anything for it. You were just given, you were just given it to you. And that is the greatest gift one can receive. And once I read that, I really started to think that life is a gift. And now that is a a term that gets thrown around a lot. Like I've heard that all the time growing up, but I never really start. I'm just starting to appreciate it. And to be honest, I forgot about that phrase all day. So I obviously did not appreciate it. And I obviously still don't appreciate it. But the more and more I learn and the more and more books I read, I know that I'll begin to appreciate it because he, the guy who wrote this book, which by the way, the book is called Dancing After the Music Stops. But the guy who wrote this book, I don't know his backstory, but I remember him saying something like he started reading when he was, he started reading this when he was like 24 or 23 and he started to discover the truth. And it started to change his life. So I I don't know this for sure, but I assume that his like he didn't have he didn't always know all this stuff. Like he read books and then he started to discover the truth, and that's why he's giving this reading list to us. Because 
so we can read those same books and discover the truth as well. And so that's, that's basically where I'm at. I know that I got to read books to discover the truth. And I know that there's a lot more. I know there's more to life. There is so much more. And there's just... So let me give you some context. For the all of my life, I grew up in this one town called Oak Park. And I've always lived here. I've never moved. Now I've been to, on vacation. I've traveled. But... For the most part, I've stayed in this one town. And within this town, for the majority of my life, I've been indoors. I've been at school. I've been in my house. Like, I've, I've, I always sleep in my house. So I'm always indoors at nighttime. And I'm always indoors during the day because I have school. But I do go outside. And that's when I start. Like, outside, I have. There's just a, a thing to it, being outside. That's way better. But what I'm trying to say is that I've been in school all my life, which I've spent the past 17 years of my life in school, and I haven't really achieved much from it. And I'm just thinking, what's the purpose? And in that book, he actually... In the reading list that he gives, he he says that you'll soon discover the truth about the school system as well. And I've always I've always had this feeling that the school system was like not good, and I've always hated it. But I never really knew exactly why and exactly what it was trying to do. Now I'm starting to get I'm starting to form uh like my opinions around it around it. For example, right now I think that it's trying to mold our brains to basically keep us down and it's trying to forge us into essentially like factory workers or people who work nine to five. And it's basically trying to like mold us into good employees. And it's trying to tell us how to think, how we should think. But I never really, never really looked into the school system. And soon over the following year, I will. And then he also talks about read a book every day. He said, he just said it casually in his intro. He said, read a book every day. And in his intro as well, he was talking about how we are to win. We are to be relentless. We are to not give a crap. He used a different word, but I'm trying to stay family friendly. He used a lot of words that I liked and a lot of phrases that I like. For example, we are winners. We win. We're here not to compete at life. We're here to win at life. And then he used do hard things, go to the gym twice a day, do not give yourself any slack, always do like always go crazy hard. And he even reflected that he wrote his book. And then he got a mess. He said he got a message from the galaxy, or the universe saying, No, go back and make it more perfect. So then he like, I'm pretty sure he rewrote the book or went back and like, made it better and he's also saying that there's much more and it's just starting to i've already begun to change my like be i've already begun to become open and knowledgeable and be able to see the fact that we're kind of living in a, a system. And I'm just starting to discover this truth. So once again, I'm not very able to speak on it and like, I'm not even, I'm barely even able to comprehend it, much less 
put it into words. But over the following months and years, I will slowly but surely start to discover the truth because I'm going to be reading these books. And I'll start to discover the truth. And I'll be sharing the truth with you guys as I learn that. This is, I'm really looking forward to the future because I'm thinking, I've been talking about how your mindset and your worldview is holding you back. But I'm thinking like, what is stopping me from living in Hawaii? Like, why can't I just go to Hawaii and live there? There's absolutely no reason. No one can stop me. Nothing can stop me. Like, that's the that's my goal right now. Move to Hawaii. By the way, I'm 17. I'm about to turn 18. That's my goal. Move to Hawaii and become a surfer. So what's stopping me? It's like my mind keeps on telling me like, oh, I can't do that. Why not? Like, wh- what? Why was Jeff Bezos able to create a billion, a multi-billion dollar business? And why, why is my mind thinking that I can't move to Hawaii? Like that is nothing. That is such a modest request. In the grand scheme of things, we can, we can. So if you, there's no difference between you requesting God of a newspaper and there's no difference between that and you requesting God of the entire country of the United States of America. There's no difference, no difference between you requesting a newspaper and 500 mansions. Like there's no difference. If he created the entire world, there's no difference between him giving you a piece of paper or 500 mansions because if he's infinite then infinite can create anything like it just makes sense so why there's i just don't see any reasons why i can't go to hawaii but my mind likes to give me so many reasons like my heart knows that i can do it my mind is yet to be convinced And that's the whole goal. That's the whole task to change that, to allow your mind to, like you can't change your mind's belief. You can't persuade your mind or convince your mind of anything. Your mind has to see it for itself. You have to give your mind permit or give your mind examples, like facts. You have to show your mind that it's possible. And that's what Vadim Zellin said. He said, you have to run that target slide in your mind one so it increases expands the limits of your comfort zone so you begin your mind begins to be more comfortable with you having that goal and by the way it's the target slide is basically you visualizing yourself at your end goal so for me i'd be visualizing myself surfing and then the second reason is you're when you're running that slide, that target slide in your mind, you're attuning your mind to that thought energy of that target, like lifeline, which a lifeline is basically what makes up your path in life. So you can, there's infinite amounts of lifelines available. And when your, your current lifeline may or may not be or your current lifeline is a certain distance away from your target lifeline. So right now I'm on, let's say lifeline a, and then lifeline F has me at Hawaii. So I essentially just have to move over to, to lifeline B and then C and then D and so on and so forth. And so I get to lifeline F and when I am when I am visualizing that target slide, which I'm basically attuning my thought energy to the lifeline F frequency, then I am able to kind of jump over to different lifelines slowly but surely. And then outer intention, which is basically the world helping you, like it's basically you giving the green light to your goals, realizing themselves. So you basically 
it's basically the force of the world that helps you achieve things. And this is why people are able to achieve greatness. And some people are not. And it's because other people that are not don't use outer intention. But the people who do achieve greatness use outer intention. So they're able to achieve a lot more because they're having the world help them out. And so when you're using outer intention, that slowly begins to shift your lifeline to B, to C, to D, and then closer and closer. And then once you get to F, you're probably not at the goal yet. You still have to, so right now you've just been moving horizontally, but you're kind of going up a little bit too. You're kind of going vertical along the way, but right now you're kind of just moving parallel to closer lifelines. And then once you get to that lifeline, and now I'm not sure if this is actually the way of things. I'm just giving you a general explanation of what I've understood so far. So then once you get to lifeline F, just like you basically have to keep moving one foot forward in front of the other. And then you're just, and then you'll eventually get to the goal. It's like, it's inevitable because you're on that lifeline. So it's basically guaranteed as long as you don't mess things up by, as long as your mind doesn't mess things up by creating too much importance and creating a bunch of bra- a bunch of problems in your lifeline. And then there's also this other thing that he has started to hint on. Like he described the, he described this, but he didn't give the name to it yet in this book. And I'm halfway through, but I, the only reason why I know it is because I've read it, this book once already. And the book I'm referring to is Reality Transurfing Parts 1 through 5 by Adam Zahn. So this book, I've read it once already, and I'm on the second time, and I'm halfway through right now. But he's talked about this principle where outer intention likes to help you, and things happen. But things change in your life, but those things are not do not correlate with your personal script. So our minds like to create the best path forward and they like to come up with like, they basically like to plan things out. And then anything that does not correspond with that plan is automatically interpreted it as negative because the mind thinks that it knows best and it knows the best way forward. When in reality, it does not. Very rarely, like oh, 0.0001% chance your your mind will be able to create the right path forward. If it's even possible. I'm not even sure if it's possible. I think it's probably impossible. But your mind tries to create the light, right path forward. And in doing so, anything that happens that goes against that script that it created is interpreted as negative. And, but that thing that happened is just outer intention trying to help you move towards your goal. And so when you interpret it as negative, the world is basically like, oh, this person doesn't want this. So then you basically go down to negative lifelines and you basically move away from your goal. So this sec, this next concept is whenever you, and whenever something unexpected happens in your life, always interpret, you can either interpret it as negative or you can e- interpret it as positive. If you interpret it as negative, it will be negative and you will move down to negative lifelines. But if you interpret it as positive, since it could be the work of outer intention and you interpret it as positive, then it will be a positive action towards your goal. And then you'll be like, oh, good. This is happening. I'm moving forward towards my goal. Like this is a next step. So let's say you stub your toe. Yes, I stubbed my toe. This needed to happen. You don't get mad. You don't get frustrated. Or you can just stub your toe and ignore it. Just flat out ignore it. Don't even respond to it. That's usually what I do. I usually just ignore it. And the pain just goes away in like three seconds. But then, but this principle of interpreting everything as good is called the coordination. So let's say you get fired from your job. Yes, this is the best. Like 
I don't know if you're supposed to say this is the best thing, but just say, yes, okay, this is good. I'm moving closer to my goals. Interpret it as good. Now, in the moment, it's really difficult to remember. And even if you do remember it, it's, I have found that it's still really difficult to do it. Because our mind is really tempted to interpret it as negative. But, I mean, just think about it. Is there any real like benefit to interpreting it as negative? No, there's not. And if anything, the, the positive interpretation is just helping ourselves feel better. But that's, that's the principle of coordination. And I was talking to my friend today actually about it. And we were talking about how we read through the book, Transurfing the whole way through once, and we just read it so quickly. But the only thing we really applied and the only skill, the trans, the only transurfing principle out of that whole book that we really applied and that we have actually gotten good at is coordination. Now, I assume that that's the only one we applied was because it's the easiest to apply, in my opinion. It's super easy. Like, it's the easiest to interpret everything as good. You simply just have to remember. And you're not going to be able to remember right away. Don't beat yourself up over that. But the more and more you get, like, the more and more practice you get on it, the better and better you'll do. And so me and my friend, actually, that was the only principle that we really uh, only applied. But that's... And we're really excited to learn more about it because we're going to be able to see like what the whole, like we're going to be able to see the whole picture because we don't really understand coordination that well. All we know is to interpret everything as positive and that's what we do. And we found that a lot of the concepts in the book that we thought we understood, we, we realized we did not understand it at all because we read it. We read the book so fast. We were reading like 50 pages a day. And so we didn't really, we didn't really retain that much information. All right. So there's another thing that he talked about and it's, he said, the only thing that really matters in life is you finding your goal, your own goal and your own door. So a lot of people like to follow goals that are not of their own. Let me get some water before I explain this. So a lot of people like to follow goals that are not their own. And these goals are imposed on them by others, by a pendulum, by another person, doesn't matter. They originate outside of themselves. They're a foreign goal. And what happens is, since it's not their own goal, they feel exhausted. They feel tired. They hate, like they begin to not enjoy life when they're working towards that goal. And they end up achieving nothing. Or when they do achieve something, they realize, oh, this is not what I wanted after all. And so... You want to find your own goal. That's all. He said like, that's the only thing that's like, that's the only thing that is really important in life. So if he said that after the entire book saying how drop importance, like reduce importance. And he said that this is the only thing that's important. This is definitely something to take into consideration and definitely something to actually do. And basically, he said, you have to follow all the transurfing principles impeccably and just create a filter and like create a slide and run all new information in through that slide and say, will this make my life feel like a holiday, like a continuous holiday? So, and then he said that it could take months to find your goal, your innermost goal. 
and there's I wish I could explain more about this, but to be honest, I kind of skipped over it this morning and I kind of like, oh, I don't need to do this. But now speaking on this, I realized that this is like the most important thing. This is all there is to it. He said the only 100% guarantee way of achieving your goal or like achieving, accomplishing things, like achieving what you want in life is to do it through your own goal and your own door. So if the only way to guarantee success is to do it through your own goal and your own door, well, let's let's find our own goal and our own door. And a door is basically the path to get to your goal. So you can you can become you can go to you can fly to Hawaii or you can boat to Hawaii. Flying would be door one. Boating would be door two. Like those are just two different doors, two different paths towards that, two different ways to accomplish your goal. And so one, you're supposed to find your goal first. And then once you find your goal, you basically repeat what you did for number one, like to find goal your goal and repeat it for your door. So basically follow all the transferring principles impeccably and always keep on a lookout of, is this the right path forward? Like, should I follow this path? So right now I think my goal is to go to Florida or not Florida. I think my goal is to go to Hawaii and become a surfer. That's what I think my innermost goal is right now. And then I think my door is coaching. But then again, I thought my door a couple weeks ago was to build a funnel. Like just build a... Actually, I don't even know what my door was a couple weeks ago. I was kind of doing whatever. But now I've kind of narrowed in. And I believe that my door might be coaching and then coaching could lead to a next thing. But that's that's pretty much where I'm at right now. And this could absolutely change because I'm not sure if this is my innermost goal because I'm going to be honest, life does not feel like a continual holiday right now. I kind of just feel average. I kind of feel neutral all the time. I, there's some low points, some high points throughout my days, but overall I kind of just feel neutral and I don't really necessarily feel great I don't necessarily feel bad it's just neutral okay I want to talk to you guys about Florida so towards the beginning of my podcasting probably like episode 14 or something like that I said I'm going to Florida next month that was the title of one of my podcast episodes and I actually didn't think that I was going to Florida. I, I wanted to go to Florida. And I actually started to work towards it. But to be honest, it was way outside of my comfort zone and way outside of my like belief system that I didn't see as possible. Now, we've booked the plane tickets. We've booked the hotel. And we purchased the tickets to go to Funnel Hacking Live, which is the reason why we're going to Florida. And we're 20, 25 or 26 days, 27 days out. So in 26 days, we're flying to Florida. So now I definitely know it's possible because I've started to see the tickets and I've actually booked the hotel, all that stuff. But I still like can't comprehend it. I still am having a hard time actually realizing that it's going to happen. I still don't like see it as real yet. But that's where I'm at right now. 26 days out. 27 days out. And I'm 18 days out from my birthday. And actually, once this records... Like once this gets posted, because I've recorded this seven days in advance. I know I've got a really big cushion of episodes 
And I'm I'm actually if I remember after this podcast episode, I'm gonna look up how like what is an average like a normal time like a normal amount of podcast to have scheduled like a normal day's cushion because i'm actually not sure if i like having this big of a cushion anymore i kind of want to shrink it down so i can get more real time with you guys but i don't know that's kind of where i'm at because the original intent the original reason why i had a five-day cushion like when i first made my podcast when i first created my channel i scheduled my trailer i made the trailer on the day that i made my channel and i scheduled the trailer for like five days in the future for that next monday and i told myself because i wanted to start it on fresh on a brand new week and i also wanted uh, a cushion just in case I missed an upload, a missed recording one day, which I ended up not missing a single day. The first day that I'm going to miss is in like two or three days when I go out of town on the weekend. But, but I'll have episodes scheduled, so that won't even matter. But I, in the beginning, I put a five-day cushion because I... Like I wasn't confident in my ability to stay consistent or not necessarily confident, but I was confident. I knew I could do it, but I, I just wanted a backup just in case, just in case I missed a day, but I never ended up needing it. And that was really the only reason why I did it. But now I know I can be consistent every day. I still want at least one or two days cushion just in case. But I'm going to have to look up like what other podcasters do and what's normal for my market because I don't know. If other people are not having cushion, then I'll get rid of the cushion. But I don't know. There's another thing I want to talk to you about. If you guys think that you can't be successful, let me tell you something that I learned in Expert Secrets. I was reading Expert Secrets for the first time through. And in the beginning, like towards the first half of the book, he said, if you post daily on your show for an entire year, you will never have to worry about money again. And so when I first heard that, I was saying, oh, whatever, whatever. Like, that's sure, whatever. And I didn't really start to believe it. And to be honest right now, I still don't believe it, but I'm starting to. And I'll tell you why. So a couple days after I read that, I started, I started recording. I was recording on my voice memos app on my phone. I just recorded every single day with the intent to get 14 episodes or just the intent to just record every day and then eventually create my own show. For 14 days, I actually was just recording on my own with no one listening and no, I didn't even post it online. And then like on day 12, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta actually post something online. I gotta actually start doing this because on day zero, I was not comfortable at all posting on online. So I figured I'd expand my comfort zone by practicing. And then, so I could hopefully practice so I could get at least decent because in the beginning I was absolutely terrible. So I wanted to get at least decent before I put myself out in front of the world. So I wouldn't get absolutely slaughtered. And then on like day 12, I was like, okay, day 14 is the last day I'm not posting on day 14. I am going to build my own channel. Like I'm going to create my own podcast show. And then I'm actually going to start posting. And then I created my show and as, as I told you guys earlier, I didn't actually post it for that day. I scheduled it for the future. But the point is, I was consistent for 14 days before I even made my show. And then five days before I even made my show. For, so for like 19 days before I started posting, I was consistent. And I've been consistent for 44 days after I made my show. 
So for the past like 50 or 60 days, I've been consistently recording every single day. And now I'm trying to tell you this because he said, if you can post daily for an entire year, you'll never have to worry about money again. And then once I got onto like episode 22 or 23, wherever, once I started recording that episode, so I hadn't actually posted 21 episodes, but once I recorded like episode 23 or something, I was talking about how I just read an article saying 99% of podcasters don't make it past episode 21. So once you record and post 21 episodes, you're already in the top 1% of podcasters in the world. 21 episodes, that's three weeks. If you're consistent for three weeks, then you're in the top 1% of the world. It takes you three weeks to even get results in the gym if you're consistent. Like it takes you more than three weeks to get results in the gym of three weeks of consistent exercise. So if, if it only takes three weeks to be in the top 1%, so let's say it takes like 10, or let's just say it takes like 10 years or five years to get in the top 1% of gym goers, like top 1% of physiques in the world. If it takes like 10 years of consistency to have that top 1% success, but it only takes three weeks of consistency to get top 1% in podcasters. Well, that just shows that really you can achieve anything you want because if you're just consistent, if you consistently post your show, like that is insane. Top 1% in three weeks. I've been top 1% for like, I've been top 1% for three weeks. I start, I posted my show like four weeks, like six weeks ago. And I'm, I've been in the top 1% for like a long time. So that like, that's absolutely insane. It's really so simple, so straightforward. Now for most, it's probably not easy. I mean, for me, it was really simple and easy to get into top 1%. I just simply had to sit down every single day. And that's easy for me because I'm used to routine and I'm used to consistency because I've trained myself. I, I know that consistency is the key. Like I gained a lot of, like I gained a lot of benefits or I achieved a lot in the gym because I was consistent. I achieved a lot even before I started self-improvement playing soccer. I like, I I grew a lot and I got a lot better at soccer because I was consistent. I got a lot better at balancing on this ball, like this medicine ball. I've gotten a lot better at balancing on that, standing on top of it because I'm consistent. I've gotten a lot better at my abs have gotten a lot more defined because I was consistent at this breath work exercise with a straw. So it's all about consistency. I'm 44 days into podcasting right now. And by the time this video uploads, I'll be 49 days. Like I'll already have recorded episode 49. So soon I'll be able to start monetizing. And this is another thing. Like I just re- remembered the, the thought that popped in my head was this and this is the whole reason i went on this whole rant about consistency my friend today at school he talked about how he was talking about his podcast so for context he started his podcast maybe a week ago and he recorded three episodes daily and then he told me today he was like yeah you were right because I, I, I told him about how you just have to figure out what the algorithm it was. And by the way, I learned this in Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson. You have to figure out what the algorithm wants and then just give it to that. So the podcasting algorithm wants consistency and keeping up with your upload schedule. And that's all it wants. Just consistency and keeping up with your upload schedule. So I have a daily upload schedule. 
and I just keep it up, keep it up. So that, those are basically the same things. Just consistently post every day. That's all at once as of what I know so far. I'm sure it wants more, but. And then I told my friend, I, I told him that a couple weeks ago and then he made his show and he recorded his episodes, posted it. So he has been posting consistently for three days. And today he told me on the first day he was at like seven views. Second day, like 20 views. And then the third day he got 20 views again. So he got like 20 views per video on the first three episodes. And then the fourth day he forgot to post for for some unknown reason. He just forgot. Just simply he just forgot. And then on the fifth day, he posted and then posted again the next day. But on the fifth day, he saw he got three views, literally only three views. Even though on his first episode, seven views, and then the second episode, 20, and then the third episode, 23, or like, you know, like he was on an uphill and then he missed one day. And then the third, fourth day, the algorithm punished him because he didn't my friend failed to give the algorithm what he want, what it wanted, which was consistency. And so on the fourth day, he only got three downloads. So his channel was hurt because of that. So, and I, I saw a similar thing on the first, like seven days, I was getting like four views per video. And then the, on the second seven days, I was getting like 10 views per video. And so that is all there, like, that's all there is to it, like consistency. And it's just on an uphill growth. Like in the beginning, you're not going to get any views. Like you're going to get one view. And then the more and more consistent, like it's not about the numbers. That's why I haven't even checked my analytics in a couple of weeks. It's not about the numbers. It's about giving what the algorithm wants. And then eventually you'll make it like you will make it to like, I know that I'm at a lot. I know I have a decent amount of people listening to me. Even though I haven't checked my numbers, it's just I'm following the trends. In the beginning, my graph was uphill. Like I was, I was growing a lot in the beginning, first two weeks. Now it's been like f- six weeks, and I know that my numbers are higher than that. I know I've got a decent amount of listening to me, and I'm just trying to tell you guys that it's really just all about consistency. Like it's not difficult. Like the only reason why you think it's difficult is because your mind is like placing too much meaning on it or you're, you've, I don't even know. Like you're just trying, like your mind is trying to hold you back. But like, I hope I've given you a logical explanation as to why it's just so simple. Like you can, it, like you can literally achieve whatever you want in life. And if you just post daily for like just okay in the beginning I ignored the fact that I was going to post daily for a whole year because if I told myself I'm going to post daily for a whole year that is such a big number 365 episodes that is a big number I would have gotten demotivated I would have been like oh episode two out of 365 that's terrible episode 20 out of 365 I've barely made any progress but instead, I just said I was going to post daily. Like I was just going to record every single day. I just ignored the 365 number. And then what happened was episode one. Oh, that's awesome. My first episode. Episode four. That is a big number. And then on episode 10. Oh, I hit double digits. That's so cool. And then the more and more, I just found more and more ways to reward myself. Like in my file, download file thing, I have to scroll down. Like on the day that I had to scroll down, like episode 15 or something like that, once I had to start scrolling down, that was something special. And then once I had to scroll down on my recording software, like all these different things just show like different milestones. And you just got to create your own milestones along the way. And then... Yeah, just create little milestones. It doesn't matter what. Just find ways to reward yourself. So it's just about consistency. It's really that simple. I've been doing it for like 44 days online and like 60 days. 
literally like 60 days. <laughs> it's it's mad easy. You just got to learn the rules of the game. And learn the rules of the game, which I'm referring to Transurfing, but also learn the rules of the platform that you want to post on. So when I said post on your show daily, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be a blog. It could be a YouTube channel. It could, it doesn't have to be a podcast. And, and then just learn the rules of the game. So on YouTube, I'm sure they want consistency on the blog. I'm sure it wants consistency. And then just figure out the little things that it wants and just try and model like, what other people are doing like my profile pic the channel picture was modeled over three different podcasts that i used to listen to diary of a ceo on purpose and modern wisdom i modeled my profile picture over all those three different podcasts because they all three of them had the same style of profile pic just a picture of them with the words that's all there is to it. Like, you don't have to overthink things. If you don't know what something is, just figure out what they did. Like, when I first started my podcast, I didn't know when I should upload them. And that was a big... Like, I didn't know what time of day I should upload my shows. And that was a big stressor for me. I was, like, really stressed over that one small, tiny little thing. And then I just looked up... And I remembered just model the successful people already. And then so I just looked up Diary of a CEO, Modern Wisdom, and um, On Purpose. And I just checked what times they were uploading. And then I just copied it. And they were uploading at like 2 a.m. And then the others were at 12 a.m. So I just chose 12 a.m. Like it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. It's, I mean, it's so like, I know I haven't made it yet. But I, I know I will make it. And it's just, I just want you guys to see how easy it is. Like, there's a whole system set in place to prevent people from actually pursuing their own interests and achieving their own goals. And that whole system is like in our mind, it's all in our mind. There's really nothing preventing you from achieving your own goals except for your mind. And it's just so, it's so simple. And I, st I needed to record this episode to remind myself of that fact. Like I have a smile on my face right now because I've reminded myself that how easy it is to like, just actually get what you want and achieve things in life. Like it does not have to be difficult. And if it is difficult, you're just making it difficult for yourself. All right. So there is this self-improvement thing this concept that I understood and was definitely applicable, practical in my life. So when I got on self-improvement, I knew, oh, tomorrow's going to be better. Like I'm going to get better in next week, next month. I'm going to be so great. And then like six months in, I reflected on my journey and I was like, oh, wow. I, I was like terrible six months ago. And now I'm actually not terrible, not so terrible. And then I was like, oh, but in six months from now, I'm going to be even less so terrible. Like, I'm going to be even better. And so that was like this concept that I understood without people really telling me about it. I understood it just from my own growth that every single day you keep growing and improving. But there's also this other concept while that you're, it's basically the same concept. So while you're moving towards your goals, Adam Zellin says, remind yourself that today is better than yesterday and tomorrow will be better than today. So that simple, like two sentence phrase, just remind yourself that while you're moving towards your goals, because you're closer to your goals yes, that today than you were yesterday and you will be closer tomorrow than you were to, than you are today. So that it's just simple. It's like just every single day you're closer and closer. And that, that is applicable in my podcast because on the first day, five views, second day, 10 views, third day, 20 views, fourth day, 15, like 50 views. Like it, all of that, it just keeps going up and up and up. It's like an exponential growth. And then 
I know that I'm at like I don't know I don't I don't know the number, but I know it's like way higher. I know it's higher than 300 views, obviously. Like it's just simple trends. So yesterday, like today, I'm my podcast is better than it was yesterday, simply for the fact that I recorded one more episode. And there's also another concept that I learned in a Modern Wisdom podcast. I didn't watch all the way through, but I just watched a. F- portion when I was looking up how many ep- podcasts make it past episode 21. And he was saying that the posting online to the internet is like when you've uploaded like f- 200 episodes and you upload your 201st episode, it's not just one more episode. It's like infinitely better because when you're posting online, it's not just one more like the the results the benefits from that one more is so much more so the more and more you post the more and more powerful your posts will be in like on the internet and in results to the algorithm so simply don't even worry about don't even worry about posting that great of content because you are going to suck in the beginning and if you look back on my first videos I sucked now, I still probably suck, but I definitely do not suck as bad as I did before. And I still have stuff to improve on that. Once I make it to like episode 100, I'll look back on this episode and be like, oh, I sucked. And then 200, I'll look back on 100 and I'll be like, oh, I sucked. And it's just like, don't worry about having being good in the beginning. Simply just worry about consistency because if you want to learn how to play soccer... You don't f- try. You don't stop yourself if you're not perfect in the beginning. And this is for any skill. If you want to try and juggle a soccer ball, you're you like start in the beginning. You just practice 15 minutes a day, every single day. In the beginning, you're gonna suck. In the middle, you're gonna suck. And then once you get like 20 days in, you'll get like 50. You'll get like 50 juggles, and that'll be awesome. And you'll be practicing the same amount every day. But the rewards is just so much more because you're consistent. I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say because it's really all you all you have to do is just start posting. Once you get past those like 20 episodes, like like if you're if you simply just post every day for 21 days and they all suck, great, they suck. But guess what? You're in the top 1% of podcasters in the world. That's something you can brag about. Now, I wouldn't recommend bragging, but that's something you can be proud of and ha- take joy in. And then you'll be like, oh, wow, I'm top 1% of the podcasters in the world. I got to start acting like it. And on that journey to the 21 episodes, you'll get better and better. And then when I posted, there was this mindset shift that happens once I join the top 1% club. Once I got on episode 21, there was this mindset mindset shift. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm in the top 1% club. I have to start acting like it. And so then I was like, okay, I got to, my audio sucks. My audio quality sucks. So then over the next week, I tried to figure out how I can get a better microphone. And so I've got a microphone and on episode 28, I finally had like I started acting like the top 1%. I started acting like a professional because my identity shifted. Now I know I'm in the top 1%. Now I got to keep acting like it and actually get there because I'm in, I'm in the top 1% for up videos recorded, but I'm not, I'm not in the top 1% for money earned or like value provided because I haven't earned any money on the podcast yet. But it's it's getting there. And that's really all there is to it. Just consistency and just practice. Like all these 44 episodes that I've uploaded, that's simply just practice. Like in reality, none of this really matters. Like, yeah, I might have a couple hundred or thousand viewers listening to this. But right now it's just practice. Once I get to the 10,000, 100,000, millions of viewers... That's when, that's when it matters. Like, and this is just the journey towards it. Like, obviously this stuff matters, but 
like you can make mistakes. That's what I'm trying to say right now. You can make mistakes and you can like suck. Like that's like lean on that suck right now. Now is your time to suck because once you get millions of viewers or hundreds of thousands of viewers and tens of thousands of viewers, that's when you got to actually start acting like a, a podcaster. And that's when you got to not suck as bad. You can still suck, but you just got to, you got to get better. So now's your time to suck so you can get good and actually grow. So then you'll be prepared for those millions of viewers. And that's simply all there is to it. Now's the time to practice and grow. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.